Hey guys, welcome to the Sports Dive. I am Mike D with Ron. Week six in the books, moving on to week seven. Hey everybody, week seven already. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. Uh, we don't have a lot of time today, so we're going to try to get through some of this stuff as soon as possible for you. Hopefully, uh, we're getting this to you in time. Keep it listening. We appreciate all the listens that uh, you guys have been giving us and all the feedback that we've been getting. And in the next couple of weeks, we'll have uh, some special stuff coming up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're already uh, we're doing a Friday edition, so we already had one game this week. Uh, we had the Packers at home against the Bears. Packers won 26-10. to 10. Uh, did you watch this game? I watched a little bit of it. I have it. On, I had it on the small TV. I was watching the Dodgers game, of course, so I had it on a small TV. I saw that it was close for most of the game. Yeah, it was pretty much what happened was Brian Hoyer ended up hurting his arm on a on the helmet of one of the Green Bay defenders, and that put him outside of the game. I think he ended up with a broken arm or something like that. So, and then once once Hoyer left the game, the Bears just could not move the ball. Well, it's Barkley. Barkley well, sucks ass. Yeah. Is this a guy who I, the I Cardinals hope he, cut? Well, yeah, no, not only on top of that, but if I was him, I would be suing Lane Kiffin for talking to him for staying in one more year in college because he stayed that one more year in college, dropped from like a f- top five pick to I don't even know when he was drafted in the third round, maybe or so. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because he's up. all the yeah all the coaches. <laughs> should be calling Lane Kiffin and kissing his ass for doing that for them because somebody would have gotten fired over that. If you would have picked this guy at top five pick, you you wouldn't be in the league anymore. No. On the other side of the ball, though, Aaron Rodgers, I guess he's Came alive. Right. Yeah, he came alive. He came alive once the injury happened. He started uh, spreading the ball around. Not to Jordy Nelson. He was hitting Montgomery. Montgomery looked actually really good coming out of the backfield. Um, did some nice things in the running game for being a wide receiver. The guy that stepped up, though, Devontae Adams... Yeah, definitely. I mean, if this guy starts playing lights out, look out, 13 receptions, 132 yards, two TDs. Randall Cobb also had a good game with 10 receptions. They're going to start making that double team. They're going to shift it from Jordy's side and move it over to Devontae's side. No, I 100% agree. Jordy Nelson still looks a little bit slow. We've talked about it numerous times throughout the season. Still that injury playing himself into game shape that takes about a year to come back fully fully strength but my question is Cobb did have a good game but I mean I think he's shown in this league he is not a number one wide receiver he's barely a number two wide receiver so if if Green Bay can get a number one wide receiver I think that's their biggest problem I think that's Aaron Rodgers biggest problem right now is he doesn't have a true number one receiver to go to anymore that's that's true I think slots. I think Cobb's an excellent, excellent uh, slot player, though. So, like you said, if they can find somebody on the outside, that just opens Cobb up so much more. And Montgomery out of the backfield looks like he's going to be a nice addition. The thing about Eddie Lacy, though, losing Eddie Lacy for the season, most likely, I don't think they're going to bring him back out of IR. Is this his, also his career with Green Bay? Oh, I 100% think so. At this point, he's a he's a free agent. Right. I don't see why Green Bay would bring him back. I, he's continued to have his weight problems. Some say he gained the 30 pounds he lost during the season. He, so looked, a, he looked really chubby. And maybe me. maybe it's he couldn't work out. He couldn't practice because of the ankle injury. I don't know what it is. But, but with all the issues they had, you know. But one of the issues that Green Bay has is that they're, they're just not – they haven't drafted well over the last few years. You, you don't hear about any rookies or any second-year guy. You got Cobb, who's only been in the league a few years. But other than that, I mean, that's, that's Green Bay's biggest issue. So – yeah, well, they, they like to keep their own. Everything's homegrown with Green Bay. They'll maybe sign one, maybe two free agents. 
and that's that's their main thing. But I think this year, go, well, going into next year, they might look around a little bit more because they're going to lose Eddie Lacy unless they can get somebody good out of the draft. Running backs, it's not that hard to pick a good running back. You never know what you're going to get as soon as you get them into your system. So that's that's our thoughts on the Green Bay-Chicago game. Chicago just looks really bad. Um, they're not in a good spot, especially after losing Hoyer. That probably means the Cuddy's going to have to come back in. Yeah, he's going to have to uh, kill up his thumb injury. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, take that thumb out of his ass and play some ball. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on. Let's move on to our Sunday game, our early morning, early morning football game this week. Early, 6, early morning. Love 630 it. 6.30 London game. Is there two London games? That's I thought I heard that. Or is that still coming up? I'm I not sure. I think it's just this one. Yeah. No, it's just one today. This oh, okay. Week. One, yeah. one this Sunday. Yeah. So we have the Giants in London. The Rams are the quote-unquote home team. Giants are favored minus three. Are you going to take this home dog? I'm going to not take this home dog. I'm going to go with the Giants here. Odell Beckham had his breakout game back last week. Uh, was fined once again. It's like still a little bit of head case. But, but I, I can see the Giants moving the ball. And he's engaged now to the net. I'd... He proposed to the net. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I, with this game, I do agree with you. I think the Giants are going to win this game. Case Keenum, I, I just don't like at all. He, he's starting to turn, turn it around a little bit, but once you shut down Gurley and you just hone in on Keenum, it's basically game over, and I think the Giants are going to let the let the big dogs roam. JPP and uh, Vernon need to get after the quarterback and help the offense out because if Eli Manning has the ball, he can do some things, but what Eli Manning is going to show up this game? It seems like every game it's you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, having Rashard Jennings back will be helpful. Right, right. He played a little bit last game. Uh, I like the Giants this game because basically what you said, once you hone down on Gurley, I feel sorry for this guy. He he is an all-pro running back, but that line that the Rams have is just not good. So uh, at this point, I I would take the Giants here, right the ship a little bit, get a win here, go to four and three. Yeah, he's averaging just about three yards a carry, so – He's about average, but yeah, he could be doing so much better. But yeah, let's go ahead and get on to the next one. This one's going to be the 5-0 and undefeated Vikings coming off of bye week. Bradford heading to his old team, the one that just traded him away the two game. weeks before the season, Philadelphia Eagles. I like the Vikings here minus three. One of the, one of the keys to the game, though, will be the Eagles get get healthy again back on defense so that would be very helpful for them uh this Vikings team their offensive line has struggled a little bit if they could pressure Bradford make them make a couple mistakes that that's the only way I see Eagles winning this game but the the rookie Carson Wentz I mean he's had to come back down to earth the last couple days or last couple weeks right yeah um I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so much. It's the thing that's been happening. I mean, he's still only thrown one interception, that really ugly one. He has more passing yards than Bradford. He has more touchdowns than Bradford. Only difference is that one interception. Bradford doesn't have any. The thing that's changed, though, for the Philadelphia Eagles is the defense. Yes. Defense has not stopped anybody for the past couple of weeks, and they're keeping Carson Wentz off the field. Well, not only on top of that. Well, yeah, they, they were banged up. I, I think they got back there. They're getting back there. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. The the prime defensive rusher back this week who was who was injured last week. But the other thing that changed for him is during the first four games of the season, Carson Wentz was sacked seven times during the first four games. 
through Washington sacked him five times. So that offensive line from from for the Eagles is is just getting giving up pressure. And against this Minnesota Vikings D, that's they're going to be able to to rush this kid and make them hopefully make some poor choices. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna do exactly what you said. That's the main thing they figured out. Uh, if you put a little bit of pressure on him, he's not as accurate. Um, gets a little bit of happy feet, starts scrambling a little bit. I do like the Vikings in this game. I think Bradford's gonna get fired up. I think the Vikings team is gonna get fired up to do this for Bradford. The only thing that that kind of scares me is that I think they need Stephon Diggs and Laquan Treadwell coming back um, after this bye week. They're both questionable, so. Hopefully they both play. Bradford needs the weapons outside, free up Jarek McKinnon a little more. If they could get just an inch of a running game, they could be very dangerous yeah. going with that defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with you. I'm taking the Vikings minus three. So let's move on to the Colts, Titans. Titans at home, favored by three. Who do you got in this game? In this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts. Um, I still don't have any trust in Mariota or the Titans. I really don't have any trust in the Colts. This is just more of a gut feeling. The Colts had a big lead on the Texans, so they can get that lead. The defense, they gave up 14 points in the last three minutes of the game and then gave up. I mean, the offense didn't help them either. They couldn't pick up a first down to save their lives. So Andrew Luck and that offense have to get it going and help the defense out, just like the defense needs to help out the offense. But I do like that they got the um, Davis back and they got Butler back for their, for their corners. So that helped out against Dink because Brock Eiswaller still didn't do anything until the last three minutes. But for this game, I'm going to take uh, Luck over Mariota. I'm going the opposite with you. I'm going to take this Titans team minus three at home. I I like the way, uh, still like the way De, uh, Murray's running. I don't trust this Colts defense whatsoever. I know you said that the, they get some people back here, but but I think they've shown that multiple times in games they give up, they give up leads, whether it be at the beginning of games or at the end of games. Um, I like the I like the home the the home team in this one. I still question that Colts offensive line. Frank Gore, at this point, was like, "Man, I don't know if you saw the quote. He's like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, I wouldn't sign up for being sacked two yards in the backfield either, Frank. So, yeah, and he's still getting four point three yards of carries, which is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. And uh, but. This defense is just horrible. This Colts defense is just horrible. So I'm going to go with uh, the Titans here at home. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb in here and say if the Titans can win this game, they can win this division. They're 3-3 three and three right now. You have Jacksonville, who's 2-3. and three. The Houston's 4-2, and two, but that is a questionable 4-2. and The division's wide open. The division is wide open. So let's move on here. I'm going to take the Titans. We're going opposite here. I like when we don't agree. Uh, let's... Uh, move on here let's we have the dolphins at home home dogs here plus three against the bills who do you got in this one i'm taking the bills you taking this home dog no i'm not taking this home dog <laughs> i don't take ryan Tannehill anywhere yeah yeah I'll, I'll take him around the corner and punch him in the face yeah but the only thing that scares me with the bills is that they might not have LaShawn mccoy uh rex ryan came out today said everything checked out fine yeah questionable for game time so let's see what happens but if he doesn't play they, they're going to need still some running game going on with, uh, I think it's Gillespie, something like that. Yeah. And they, and Reggie Bush will probably have a, a bigger role going into the week. But I still like the Bills to run into Miami and, and uh, take this. They need to stay at least one game behind New England um, 
as long as because they still have one more game against them. So it's going to be huge to stay one one game behind. No, I'm with you on this one here. Anytime you you have a Rex Ryan defense against Ryan Tannehill, I'm going to take the Rex Ryan defense. I just don't trust this Miami team at home. Granted, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, which you know that's a that's a good win. That's a quality win. Ben got hurt, but at this point, I, I'm still going to take the, this this Rex Ryan defense. Uh, if LaShawn McCoy plays, the Bills are con- rushing the ball extremely well. I mean, LaShawn McCoy are hitting, hitting those corners and uh, had some great cuts during that game last week. I, I, hope, he's, I hope he's healthy. I'm going to take Shady. I'm going to take the Bills here on the road, m- minus three. Yeah, I, li- I like the pick. Next one we have coming up is the Ravens and the Jets. Ravens 3-3, three and three, Jets 1-5. and five. Um, Jets are actually favored in this game. I don't get this Jets team. Obviously, we have the switch to quarter quarterback here. With Geno Smith's going to play, he's going to be the starter. After the way Fitzpatrick looked, I don't understand why they gave this guy twelve million dollars a year or fourteen million dollars. I mean, he sat around. No one picked him up. And you basically gave, still gave him $14 million to come in and now halfway through the season. Or they got about desperate. Him. They got desperate. They would have been stuck with Gino for the beginning of the year. But they're still 1-5. Yeah, they're still 1-5, but they got desperate. Fitzpatrick did have a really good year last year. Took him to the playoffs or on the brink of the playoffs. Yeah. I can't remember which. Yeah, on the brink, I think. Um, but I'm just a little shocked that they're favored in this game. I know they're home. But the Ravens have been playing tough, close games week in and week out. So I'm going to go with the Ravens in this game. Um, I think they shut down Matt Forte. Matt Forte has been slowing down a little bit. His age has started to show. And they need to rely a little bit more on Terrence West because Joe Flacco has thrown some horrible interceptions these past couple weeks. Well, and I think that's the reason why they're, they're favored, to be honest with you, is that the Ravens have had trouble moving the ball, and Flacco's had some some bad interceptions. They they're still having trouble running the ball. They need to get this run game going to, with West. But um, I still like the Ravens here on on the road against the Jets. I anytime Geno's coming in, um, although he was playing decent before he ended up losing the starting job when he punched that dude last season. But I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. I'm gonna take the Ravens on the road. Uh, let's move on here. Still in the early games, we got Chiefs at home against the Saints. Chiefs are the Chiefs are favored by six points. I kind of like the the Saints in this scenario. You have the Chiefs coming off a big a big West Coast win. Did you? You know, I wish I would have known this going into that game. While I heard it right before the game started, Andy Reid was sixteen and two coming off a bye week. Sixteen and two. And now he's, I believe, seventeen and two because obviously they beat the Raiders last right. week. Yeah, uh, which was my lock of the week. Your lock of the week. I'll give I you told you that they that. were going to slap them around. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They daddied them. They um, daddied them. They daddied them. <laughs> I mean, Drew Brees is slinging the ball like crazy. Seventeen hundred yards so far this season, and it's because he has a defense that also gives up seventeen hundred yards. But, right. Yeah. But so he gets off the field quick, but then he's right back on the field just as quick. Yeah, definitely. And well, the I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Chiefs in this in this scenario. I like that they're at home. It's outdoors. Uh, the Saints do not play at the, as well outdoors. That's I, true. I'm sure they're gonna put up their points, but the Chiefs' stadium gets loud. 
they call themselves the original 12th men, and that's for a reason. It does get very, very loud. Alex Smith is going to do what he does best, dink and dunk his way up and down the field and let Ware and Jamal Charles, uh, healthier Jamal Charles, get probably get a little bit more playing time. Um, but Ware's actually been doing really good also. So I think it's going to be a committee, and they're going to have to prepare for both backs. And uh, Smith is just going to have to stay away from the big mistakes. Yeah, I, I ultimately, I, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one here. I wouldn't bet the spread minus six, though, because we know that the Saints can score points. And it, the, the over is 50 and a half. That seems kind of high, too, considering you have the Chiefs who kind of dink and dunk their way all the way downfield. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one, too. So let's move on here. Let's go to Lions at home. Lions minus one against the Redskins. I'm going to go with the Lions here. We got my boy Maddie Stafford. Maddie Stafford and the Cooter. You're taking Maddie and the Cooter. Maddie and the Cooter have burned me one too many times this year already. I'm going with the Washington Redskins. I like the way that they've been playing. Four and two. They're in the hunt for the division. Only one game behind the Dallas Cowboys. I think Kirk Cousins has been doing a phenomenal job besides those interceptions. But the defense has come alive a little bit. And Matt Jones is starting to really run 89 attempts, 433 yards, three touchdowns on the year. I think they get it going, quiet down the crowd early. And them, the Lions only being a minus one, that tells you that they're unsure. Because you get three points when you're the home team. Usually, usually. Um, but I, let me tell you something. Matt Stafford in his last 12 games, 31 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 111.9 passer rating. But tell me how many games you won in those. I don't know. <laughs> I say it's four or less. <laughs> well, he's 3-3, three and three, so it's probably more than four. I don't know what they did last season. I'll have to go back and check. But that was I think they were horrible last season. Yeah, I know. But that was my counter to... Well, you just told me yards and all of that are great. It's the it's gonna it's gonna come down to the wins and the losses. And to me, they're beating up on the teams that they should, and they're losing to the teams that that maybe they should beat sometimes. But they're I think the Washington Redskins have been playing very well. I think they go in with a lot of momentum, and they need this is a game that the Redskins should win. I like the Lions at home here, so I'm gonna go with the Lions minus one. Nice. Yeah, so we disagree on this one. But I do agree with you that this is a game that the Redskins need to win, especially in this division, to keep up with the Cowboys. So let's move on here. Let's uh, We got the Bengals at home against the Browns. The Browns. Bengals favored minus 10. I'm just going to take the points, and I'm going to take the Bengals here. This Browns team is horrible. Yeah, um, I was telling you a stat in our in what our was pre- your stat? Our, our, this is this is a crazy stat. Is that the city of Cleveland theoretically could win two championships, which would be more wins than the Browns could have all season. This Browns team might go zero and sixteen. Yeah, they could go zero and sixteen. But think about think about it. Even if they get one win, they're gonna have less wins than the whole city of Cleveland has championships for the past year. I don't know. The, the thing is, the city of Cleveland doesn't care. They don't care about the Browns, especially if the Cleveland, if the Indians win the World Series, they're not gonna care because they now they have two championships in the last fifty years. They're gonna be the new Boston. Well, well they're gonna have two championships in the past year. Well, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. They're gonna have two. Well, in the last fifty years, in the sense that they haven't won championships in fifty years, but but you, you're you're end up with two championships in a year. They don't care about the Browns. 
I don't care about the Browns. You don't care about the Browns. No yeah, one I don't cares care about, about the, the I don't care about the Browns. I think the Indians <laughs> are going to lose either way. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully to our which, we, which brings me to my point. The city of Cleveland could still have more championships in the past year than the Browns with just the Cleveland Cavaliers winning. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, I'm taking Cincinnati for this game. Yeah, okay, let's move on here to I'm, – I'm with you. I'm taking Cincinnati in the points. Um, let's move on here to the Jaguars at home against the Raiders. The Raiders coming off a bad loss last week. Um, I like the, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home here, minus one. Really? You're taking the Jaggies? I like the way the Raiders are playing on the road. It seems like they're a little bit more focused um, going on the road. I think all their wins might be on the road, if I remember correctly. Maybe they have one home win but three of their wins are are on the road let me just uh double check that yeah they won at new orleans they won at tennessee at baltimore and then they beat san diego at home so all of their wins have been on the east coast so going going off of off of that i'm gonna go with the raiders to win this game um traveling to the east coast and i just think they're gonna be more focused after getting shellacked last week like i said they were they should go into this game um, thinking they need to get a W. Well, one of the things that I'm concerned about, too, is um, David Carr in bad weather situations hasn't been that great. So we'll see what the weather lights in Jacksonville. Uh, this Jacksonville defense is n- is not a bad defense. Uh, they're ranked number 13 overall. Um, they've, they've been in some close games. I do question taking Br- Blake Bortles there. But I think that I think the Jaguars get a win this week. I just don't trust the Raiders going from East Coast to West Coast. Is Jacksonville considered East Coast? That's considered East Coast, isn't it? It's in Florida. Yeah, that's true. It's East Coast. <laughs> it's East Coast. Okay. Is Florida considered East Coast? <laughs> yes, it's on the coast and it's East. <laughs> Let's uh, and uh, yeah, we got East West Coast to East Coast. Like you said, they tend to win those games. But man, the stats usually back it up, and usually teams lose this game. It's an early game. It's a 10 a.m. game. They just played at home. Um, the Raiders did last last week. I, I like Jacksonville here in this spot. You're not going to be a pick switcher. Not a pick switcher on this one. <laughs> not a pick switcher on this one unless unless I I would int- I'm kind of interested to see what the weather is like for that game because if it's a bad weather game, I definitely like Jacksonville because uh, I can't. Neither of these teams can run. Neither of these teams can run. Neither of them. T.J. Yeldenhan is their leading carrier. 176 yards, and DeAndre Washington is the leading rusher for the Raiders, 219 yards. Yeah, and both these teams can't run. You're right about that. So, But, uh, yeah, it looks like we got another one that we so – Hopefully uh, it's good weather, or else this game is going to be a, a stinker. Yeah. Well, I don't plan on watching it either nah, way. I'm not going to watch it I'll catch the highlights. Either. But uh, let's move on here to first uh, afternoon game. We got our Niners at home, home dogs, plus one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the home dog that I'm going to take. Yes, I'm I'm a homer on this one. Like so it. don't take don't take uh, anything I say too seriously here, but I do actually think the 49ers are going to win this game. The Bucks are traveling from the East Coast from Florida to the West to the West Coast, California. It's a 1 o'clock game. It is a 1 o'clock game, so it really doesn't matter. It's like playing a Sunday night game for the Bucks. But um there might not be well Carlos Hyde's already rolled out. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So Carlos Hyde's rolled out. So they're going to rely a lot more on Kaepernick and a lot more of the passing game. Um, hopefully, Mike Davis and Sean Drone can get some stuff going inside. I wish I, I know they like to move fast, but 
I'm, I'm tired of, of the shotgun, every play a shotgun. Why not get under the center? You can run the same play, but it's a little bit more. They can see you right away when you're handing it off. They know if it's a play action. But I guess that's all part of the zone read. Um, that's, that's Chip's thing. But he needs to be more versatile. And like we talked about Bruce Arians not wanting to change up his offense. Chip's being the exact same way. He needs to change it up a little bit more. Um, he can't run any bootlegs when he's not under center or anything like that. He needs to get Cap in space and have him moving left and right to get more comfortable. And hopefully Cap uh, fixed a couple of those issues because he missed a couple wide open shots last week. He moved the ball a little bit better in my opinion. But in the second half, 6 for like 19, I think he was in the second half, which, which is not going to get the job done. But on the Buccaneers side, um, they have no uh, muscle hamster again. Yeah, Vincent Jackson's out for the season now, so they basically have their passing game, which is one of the 49ers' strengths. I think they're top ten in the passing game, so hopefully they can lock that down. They just need to really hone in on Jacquez Rogers and stop any rushing attack that these teams have. No, yeah, unfortunately the Niners gave up like over 300 yards rushing last week, so it doesn't matter what you do in the passing game when they're just handing the ball off every week. Yeah, they've given they've given up over 200 yards rushing at least over 200 yards rushing the past three or four games. So, that's bad. Yeah, that defense, that 49 defense is going to have to hone in on that. Uh, Also, you know, Kaepernick was playing, we talked about previously, a Rex Ryan defense. And he was in a bad spot. We talked about it last week, and I'll defend him this week. You know, you make your first start back in, in over a year, and you're playing on the road in Buffalo, which is a which is a hard place to play. One of the few places where you really still have a home crowd, a good home crowd. And then you were playing a Rex Ryan defense, which 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 uh, you know one of the things that Rex Ryan's known for doing is confusing quarterbacks with different schemes and and disguising his defense. So and Cap isn't that great at reading defense to begin with. Right. Um. So, but but this week, you know, we're playing a Buffalo or excuse me, a, a Buccaneers defense that. Is nowhere near as good as Rex Ryan's defense. So uh, we're also playing the Niners are also playing a team where you know, like you said, they can't rush the ball. So I like the Niners here at home. Um, I like them to get a home win here. They need they need this home win. They need this home win bad. Just just to get people to pay a little bit more attention. I mean, after this, they have their bye week with the Saints. After that, so they they really need this home win. um, Get a little bit of momentum going and. And uh, see what happens from there. But, yeah, I'm taking the 49ers as the home dog. Hopefully this line creeps up a little bit because I, I, pl- I want to make a little bit on this. Yeah. I would love to throw, uh, get a plus like 125 or so, yeah. 130 on a Niners money line. So all you guys that, that don't think the Niners are going to win, throw like 100, 150 on the Bucks. Help us out. Make that line rise a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. All righty here. So let's move on here to the Falcons, which – at home against the Chargers. Man, this is going to be a shootout. This Falcons defense is horrible. Phillip Rivers is balling out of his mind with nobody on his team. Somebody else tell me a Charger player besides Phillip Rivers and Joey Bosa because you know because he held out. Somebody else, obviously you have Benjamin, but no, I, I like the Falcons here at home though. I wouldn't bet on this game. The spread's kind of high for me, six and a half, just because you have Felipe Rios and I already bet against my boy a couple times and he, and he burned me. Not going against my boy anymore, Felipe. I'm with you. You going with the Chargers? 
I'm going to take the Falcons to win. I'm going to take the Chargers and the points, especially if this creeps up to seven. If, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to start beginning. Yeah, I, <laughs> what I was saying was I wouldn't take the spread here because the Chargers can score points, and this Falcons defense, I still question them. Uh, the, I actually this, think the Falcons defense has been playing well. They've been playing decent, yeah. And they should have won last week, I think. I think they got screwed. They got jobbed by the referees last week. Of course they Richard did. Sherman was all over Julio Jones, grabbing, pulling, yeah. Everything, name it, you call it, that's what he did. But I, I, I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game. I think this is underrated game of the week. That's what I think this is a really good game. Could be close. Could be a, another shootout, as you were saying. But this game is probably the game of the week as as far as the late games go. Otherwise, you're watching the 49ers and Bucks or the Patriots and Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and we'll get to that game right now, but... No, I'm 100% with you. I'm watching this game. I like the Chargers and the points, especially if it goes up to seven. And, and if you could buy a half point and get a seven and a half or, or in that range. But I think the Falcons the Falcons win at home here. Uh, or you could go the opposite way, maybe maybe get a little bit teaser with our next game that we coming up and take. Falcons, he's the Falcons down to half a point. I like that. So um, I, although I think this is going to be a high scoring game, I don't know what the over and under is. And, oh, it's 54 and a half. Ooh, that's 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 pretty, that's pretty high here. But um, Felipe Rivers continues to still ball out of his mind. Like I said, this guy would be a talk of MVP if he had a winning record. So. Well, he could. They could easily have a winning record. So I think it's going to be a, a pretty good game. Yeah, that, uh, I'm looking forward to watching this one. That's the one I'll be turning into this 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 weekend. So, um, like I said, we both have the Falcons. Then yes, I have the Falcons. Okay, let's move on here. Let's move on to Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger list. Yeah, the Roethlisberger list. The Roethlisberger list. <laughs> yeah, I can't so say that. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, Patriots in this game, especially since Big Ben's gonna be down. Um, in order for the Steelers to win, they're gonna need a lot of Le'Veon Bell. He's gonna need to weaken that that uh, defense and pull them in that way. Uh, Jones can hopefully get the ball out. They have really good receivers. It's just, can he get them the ball? They're going to get open, but can Jones get them the ball? That's going to be the question of the, of the game. But otherwise, you have pretty boy Tom on the other side, and we've already seen what he can do. His two games back, nothing but fire, hitting those two tight ends. They have the two tight end offense back, as we said. They're using James White. Uh, they're using Blount for the short yardage. Martellus Bennett is their leading receiver. So what does that tell you? Well, it tells me that I'm taking the Patriots in this one. <laughs> That's what it tells me. You know, a quick stat here real quick. Ben Roethlisberger will have failed to play 16 games for the ninth time in 12 years, not counting his rookie season. Jeez. I mean, he always rushes back, too, and we all, he always – Usually, when they tell, when they say he's out six to eight weeks, it's usually four. But this guy just does not stay healthy. And if you're the Steelers, you know you're in a competitive division here, so you want him back as soon as possible. I still think that the Bengals can win this division. Is um, this a misprint? Does he have 16 touchdowns? No, he has 16 touchdowns. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, dude, Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, yeah, Antonio Brown only has five though. Yeah, that's true, but he gets double. Holy teams, crap! But. You know, but uh, I think he might be the only one in double digits. This pay the question mark too is Philip Rivers has twelve. Matt Ryan has fifteen. I didn't realize Big Ben was going off that much. Yeah, he was balling until he got injured, and believe me, Stamped I was not. Okay, I was not very happy about that as someone who who really liked the Steelers last week. Um, 
But at this point, you know, you have the Patriots and what, what did I call them? The shifty white receivers. Yeah, uh, all the receivers are white except Martellus Bennett. Uh, so the two tight end offense, like you like you talked about, there is some question marks, question marks about this Patriot defense. And I would have loved to see this game with, with Ben playing it. I think it would have yes. been a shootout. Yes. Unfortunately, we don't see that. Unfortunately, the hoodie, you know. Hopefully we see it in the playoffs. We've got to see it in the playoffs. I, I, I can't see another Steelers-Patriots game without either Brady or Big Ben. It's horrible. We, they build these matches up so much, and then it's just a massive letdown when one of them doesn't play. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, the NFL still has their ratings issues, and this is going to factor into it. But They can it, kiss my balls with their rating issues. Yeah, so I... I Put yeah. some better product on the field, and then we'll watch. These primetime games that they have lined up are ridiculous. <clears throat> when is the Sunday night flex? I think Doesn't it, that start already? I think it does start already, but, you know... Uh, I mean, not this week, but last week, the week before that. These games are horrible. But let's move on to the Sunday night game this week. Big-time clash between the NFC West. I will not be watching. Dodgers are taking priority over this game. I think Seattle's going to come into Arizona yet again, trash them, show them who daddy is again, <laughs> let them know, hey, little brother, get off our pedestal, see you next time. I think they stopped the run. That's going to be the focus. And Carson Palmer is going to get shellacked. Well, the drop-off from Carson Palmer this year to last year is still... It's huge. It's still there. And you... Even and he hasn't like, practiced all week. Yeah, you could say he doesn't need it, but he needs to practice. Well, he needs... And no John Brown, probably. No John Brown. That's what I was about to say. He has some weird sickle cell issue, it looks like, now they're saying. And originally, it was like a hamstring issue, but now they're saying he has a, he has a sickle cell issue that causes him to have... Um, some type of leg pains. It's a yeah. blood. T- it's a blood issue. So, um, uh, who know John? Who knows what's going to go on with him? You know, and that's a big loss because Cardinals. Michael Floyd hasn't done anything this season for them. So he had a touchdown catch last, but last, it, week. last week. But it kind of felt like it was one of those things. It's like, hey guys, let's show him off a little bit. Maybe we could get a trade going on in the midway through the season, even though that doesn't happen much in the NFL. Uh, the big question, though, is uh, Cam Chancellor is doubtful for Sunday, so that's going to hurt the Seattle defense. But yeah, that's that's a little bit of a blow, but I still think they have enough pieces around that to make up for it because that's on the back end, anyways. No, it is. Um, but I think they put Baldwin in the slot a lot this game, and they pick on Tyron Matthew. I will not say his nickname anymore because Excuse he me. is he is not that. He's he not, is not that anymore. Teams are like, literally picking on him. Yeah, he got paid. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's not that. It's just that he can't cover anymore because that injury. It really, it's it, th- those type of injuries are more than a one year injury. That's what people don't seem to understand. When you get injured like that, you know, yeah, you're back on the field, but it takes more than a year to get back up to the athleticism that you had previously to the injury. You might be healthy by all accounts, doctor wise, but. You know, it takes a it takes a lot of time to train yourself back up, back up. So. Right. And the other big th- reason why I like Seattle in this game is because they finally figured out how to use Jimmy Graham. Yes. And tell yes. me, who is going to cover Jimmy Graham on the Cardinals' offense? Are you going to put a linebacker on him? Are you going to put Patrick Peterson on him? Are you, are you going to put Dion Buchanan on him? I don't think anybody on the Cardinals' defense can cover Jimmy Graham and look for Russell Wilson to try to get him the ball early and often. Yeah, I, the only thing that I'm, I'm just questioning, 
this Seattle offensive line still. Obviously, Seattle got away with with they should have lost that game last week. Yeah, and and the Falcons were able to move the ball a little bit on this on the Seattle defense too. So yeah, but I, I the Falcons have a way better offense than than the Cardinals do. Yeah, no, and I would uh, to me this is a stay away by all accounts. I I wouldn't I wouldn't bet this game personally myself just because on one side you you have the Cardinals at home with the on the other side you have Carson Palmer. So. I'm going against your the trend right now. This is my lock of the week. <laughs> five the units. Week. <laughs> five units on this. I called it last week with Kansas City going into Oakland. I'm going to do the same thing this week with Seattle going into Arizona. Lock of the week. Show them who daddy is. Knock big brother down and put him back in their place. All right. Let's. So we both have Seattle. I like Seattle. I'm gonna, I was originally thinking about taking the Cardinals in this game, but I'm going to do a little bit of pick switching. Pick switcher. So pick switching. <laughs> I'm going to take Seattle on the road here. Uh, let's move on to our that's the last Sunday game so let's yeah, move on Monday to the Monday night. we got the Monday night game Broncos at home Brock Osweiler the revenge game this game sucks <laughs> yeah it does it really does <laughs> I'm not Houston you're not fooling me Brock Osweiler you're not fooling me you played a sorry ass Colts defense last week and you still couldn't move the ball for three quarters and if and if it wasn't for Lamar Miller you probably would have done nothing I'm all over the Broncos I'm all over the Broncos I I like them at the minus nine right here I definitely like them with teasing them down a little bit maybe teasing Seattle up you know this one right here I, I like the Broncos in this game yeah. Broncos are at home Simeon's going to be back to, to to normal. He was a little bit shaky Hopefully. last week. Last week with with coming off the injury. Um, that being said, you know uh, this this Texans team they're still struggling on defense with Watt being gone. Brock Osweiler still can't find his wide receivers, and when he does, he overthrows them. They were open all game long, especially in the first half of that Colts team, and he still couldn't find them. He was overthrowing them. Uh, Hopkins had some amazing catches because Brock underthrew him like by three yards and he'd have to turn around and catch it so I, Brock Osweiler this this guy got away with murder he's done a better job he's done a better job than any any Ocean's 12 or any uh, Italian job still in money man <laughs> whoever his agent is sign me up brother I need an agent still in money <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm all over the Broncos too I'm, this is probably a stay away from me I this is probably this is the only thing on Monday I think because baseball has an off day Monday so I'm gonna probably be forced to watch this unfortunately but if Trevor Simeon doesn't get his act together it's gonna be a long long night do you remember that uh Cardinals 49ers game a la Stanton a la Blaine Gabbert yeah, yeah we're looking we're probably looking at that again a la Simeon a la Brock Osweiler only difference is is that there's playmakers around that they just can't get the ball to. Well, yeah, but this Den- this Denver defense is not going to let him get the ball. Denver's Fox. defense has let me down the past couple weeks. Well, they they definitely. I mean, Philip Rivers is no is no Brock Weiler's. I should say is no Felipe Rios. I should say. Yeah. That this ain't happening. I I like Denver here. I like him at home. I would try to throw him in a little bit of a tease, try to find him something, get get this nine down to uh, down to three, throw him in a six point tease, maybe with the Patriots, maybe even get a little plus one fifty action with the Patriots and uh, and uh, the Falcons, or maybe the Patriots and tease Seattle up if you like Seattle on the road in in, in Arizona. So, but um, 
I'm going with the, the Broncos here. So um, that's pretty much all the games this week. You want to do our, our picks? Obviously, we got your lock of the pick already. So uh, lock of the week. Uh, my first pick for the units, and I got to make up some ground here. My picks were horrible last week. A minus 16 for the season. So got to start making some money back here. I like Minnesota on the road against the Eagles. I don't trust this Eagles team, so I'm going to take them for four units. I'm going to take Minnesota for four units. What do you have right now in units? Oh, I'm minus 16. Minus 16 units. Yeah, okay. I was horrible last week. So, yeah, four units on Minnesota, minus three. Yeah, okay. I'm taking four units minus Minnesota. Minus I have three units on Minnesota, minus three. Okay, so you're so... And going into this, I'm minus four units. Okay, so you're hoping it, And then you're... So my next pick would will be... I'm going to go with the Patriots at the Patriots on the road minus seven I'm gonna throw five units on there I trust that's your lock of the week minus seven I'm taking the Patriots yeah, here minus it seven. Could five it could, could be a blowout. Blow the hoodie is pissed off. He's smashing down Microsoft surfaces. He's doing. <laughs> he, you know, he's ready to play. So. I don't know what he has to be pissed off about. <laughs> he just. Can't, what does he, he have to be pissed off about? He's, he's he's an old man. He doesn't like technology. Give him a clipboard. I would really like to punch Bill Belichick in the face. Don't don't talk the hoodie. Just don't one time. Just one time. Just square one time. Yeah. My, has, well, my second pick is going to be Oakland traveling to Jacksonville. Three units on that. So Oakland's actually an underdog. So money line, three points. Money line, three points. Three Ooh. units, actually. Three units. All righty. And then my last pick, I was thinking about taking I was thinking about taking the Chiefs minus six. I was thinking about taking the Falcons minus six and a half, but I. Well, like I don't think this is your last one because I have four. Oh, you got four. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll throw four with you. All right, then let's let's before. So I, I have Minnesota, Oakland, Seattle, and I have one more. Okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Don't so, you have the Lions? I had. Well, I was getting to it. I, well, I wanted to help you out a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Lions <laughs> minus one. I still don't believe in this Washington team. They've barely won games here. I still don't believe in Kirk Cousins. He he. I disowned him. He is no longer my cousin. I'm taking the Lions with three units, minus one. <laughs> well, Kirk Cousins is my cousin again, and I'm taking the Washington Redskins as my three units. So one of us is going to be down some units. Most likely it's going to be you. Washington Redskins <laughs> going into Detroit and taming those Lions this week, getting three units for me. Okay, so you're putting me on the spot here. I got. I could get one more game going on here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go here. I'm going to take a flyer on this one. I like the Titans at home, minus three. Give me three units on them. You got your three units on the Titans. I'll take the Titans. (laughs) I believe. I believe in this Titans team. I just don't believe in Mariota, and that defense is so spotty for me. But, hey, you could be right. This might be the week to get you some units. Um, You're 16, so down 16 trying to get these units back. So good luck to you, man. Yeah, we'll get some money back here. Uh, you can always bet against me if you think I suck. So, bet, yeah. I would recommend that. If, you, if you've been betting against me, you're probably making some money. Yeah, this. I mean, at this point, this NFL, this NFL scene. You. One last quick note before we we sign off here. You just mentioned it. The, the ratings are down because these games are horrible. I've never seen 
how many teams do you think can actually win the Super Bowl this season? I, I'm, I'm, I, four. Think it, I think it's four to five at the most. And I think that's been the less at this point in the season that we've had in a long time. Just because, and I think it, there could be a lot of different reasons for it. People have talked about the collecting bargaining agreement and having too many rookies on, on, on these teams, not being able to practice in pads. But you really have four teams that you that could win the Super Bowl at this point. You had the Steelers before Ben Roethlisberger came out. You have the Patriots, and then then from the the NFC, you have the the Seahawks and, and the Vikings and the Vikings. But I'm sure as we say that in four, in four more weeks and the Falcons in four more weeks, everything will be flipped again. So we'll see where we are. Um, this is we're almost to the end of the second quarter. So next week, yeah. So I don't know. In a couple of weeks, we'll find out where we are again. Um, but that's basically all I have. I'm not going to go for any teasers. I'm not going to say anything out loud right now because I usually tend to change those day of. So we gave you our locks. If you like them, take them. If you don't, then want to go against us, go ahead and do that also. But um, we really enjoy the feedback. If you guys have any more. Like I said, there's going to be some special things um, going on in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you're staying tuned. Like us on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes. So go ahead and download if you use uh, Apple. Apple. If you're like me and have all Apple devices. But, uh, yeah, definitely, guys. We appreciate it. We appreciate any listens, any shout-outs, words. Uh, tweet at us, MikeD.TSD at Twitter. Ron. And at Ron at, or at Ron underscore Sports Dive. And if you guys could leave any reviews on iTunes, like us on iTunes, that would be great. Any oh, feedback there you could go on there. South Florida is going to take the lead. Oh, you ran out of bounds like a puss. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, guys. Well, we're signing off here. Uh, thanks for Friday. Uh, we'll get back at you next week, too. Mike D., Ron, thanks, guys.